An entitled Karen gets her car towed after she fails to put a parking pass on her dashboard. And now, as a result, she is threatening to have me arrested unless I retrieve her car in a timely fashion. Things got so bad with this entitled Karen that the police ended up getting involved. Here's what happened. So I was working the front desk with my general manager in the back, and generally, things weren't irregular. People came in, they got checked in, etc. Life was fine until this entitled Karen walks in and stores right up to the front desk, scowling at me in the process. Oh boy, here we go. She looks at me and says, where is my car? I ask her, uh, your car? Just to clarify what she's talking about. And she says, yes, what happened to it? I look at her and I say, I don't know, ma'am. Is it damaged or something? She then screeches that it is gone. And then after I clarify that it's no longer in our parking lot, she tries to imply that I took it somewhere. She says, no, it's gone. Where did you take it. I look at her and I say, I didn't do anything. I certainly didn't take your car. So after this loud exchange, the general manager comes to the front wondering what all the noise is all about. He asks what the problem was and she just starts yelling at him as I let him handle the angry guest. He could already tell she was the unreasonable type of person who didn't care how things worked so long as it was in her favor. As it turns out, her car was towed because she hadn't placed the parking ticket we provided our guest for free on her dashboard so they can park at our hotel. This little rule was added because people don't care that our parking lot is not a free parking car lot where they can leave their car for an indefinite amount of time. You have to be a guest or do a park and fly with us to issue a parking permit for use. We hand them out to every guest and inform them every time that they need to place them on their car dashboards immediately or our security will call the towing company we contract to tow their vehicle away. And no, leaving it in your pants pocket doesn't count. They tow cars all week, but their customer center is only open weekdays. And I think it was a Saturday or a Sunday, so she was already in a bad way on that front. Her first version of events is that we never told her that. The general manager said that it's part of our standard check-in speech, and if she didn't listen, it's not on us. Then, her next version of the events is that she left her window open, and someone must have stolen her ticket. We call the towing company and one of the few attendants mentioned that when that vehicle was brought in, they noted that all the windows were closed and they didn't see a ticket anywhere within sight. We asked if it was possible for them to bring the vehicle back so that we could circumvent this whole issue and get her to stop throwing a fit at the front desk. They were closed and didn't have any drivers available to do that as it was the weekend. She then turns to me specifically, ignoring my general manager entirely and demands that I bring her car back or she will have me arrested for car theft. I give her the most what are you talking about your crazy look I can possibly give and my general manager scoffs at her before telling her that we can't help her as the blame is solely on her. She storms off and I just shrug and my general manager goes into the back thinking that she just gave up but as you can probably guess that assumption was absolutely wrong. She comes back in a little while later flanked by two police officers with a smug smirk firmly on her face as she pointed at me and said, that's him. Make him give me my car back. They walk up to me and say, excuse me, we are here about a report on a car being stolen. I sigh audibly and I take a moment to pinch the bridge of my nose and give the lady a very deadpan glance before turning to the officers and saying, I assume this entitled Karen called you? And they respond by saying, yes, she did. I roll my eyes and I launch into an explanation of the events and why her car has been towed and not stolen. 
Unfortunately, the officers are very calm on the matter, and when they asked for more details on the towing company that we have a contract with, they nodded in understanding. They did inquire if I called the company to return the car, and after saying we did but they were closed, they walked back to her. And once they went back to this lady, they even asked her, why are we even here, ma'am? After they talked to her for a little bit, as well as with her growing more and more outraged, she finally threw her hands up in frustration, stomped off to her room, and left the next day. She ended up trashing the room before she left. But you know what? We had her card on file, so we got the last laugh. What an absolute nut job. Imagine you're just trying to do your job, and this lady tries to pin you down as the person that lost her car. I mean, what a complete moron. All she had to do was just put the ticket on the dashboard. I mean, is that seriously so out of the question that it's impossible to put that on your car? And I've been in customer service like this. I know that whoever was running that front desk on that day absolutely told her about the car possibly getting towed. Like, that's probably some spiel they've had to go over like a hundred times that day alone. So hopefully for the sake of everybody that works at this hotel, this entitled Karen never shows up again because her behavior is absolutely atrocious. And in my opinion, she absolutely deserved to have her car towed. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. An entitled guest claims that they reserved a personal shuttle to the airport, but in reality, they just missed the shuttle that was for everybody that would show up at that time. And now he's giving me a hard time simply because he was late. And I'm honestly so done with some of the people at this hotel. Here's what happened. I work at a hotel near a major airport. So naturally we have an airport shuttle to take our guests back and forth. Our shuttle runs 24-7. But after the pandemic, we only have one shuttle. While before, we had two shuttles to decrease wait time. Currently, it runs on a half-hour schedule. So it leaves a hotel on the top and bottom of the hour and picks up at the airport on the 15 and the 45. The only way to be fair to our guests and keep the schedule accurate is to leave the hotel right on the dot and we only wait a few minutes if you call down ahead of time to let us know you were running late. Because the shuttle only fits so many people, we tell our guests to check in to sign up for a time slot so we can ensure that we don't end up with 20 people showing up for a shuttle that only fits 12. Though we are not required to do so, most of us at the desk explain to the guest that they need to be in the lobby five minutes before the time they signed up for as the shuttle leaves right on time and does not wait. Apparently though, for this particular guest, the front office manager checked him in and didn't mention that part, which in my opinion was a mistake, but it's not something he requires us to do and I'm the only one who puts the effort in to train my co-workers to do that just so we can try and avoid any misunderstandings. I am not a supervisor. No one is required to take my advice and tell the guest this information, even though it sort of prevents this sort of thing happening. Today, a guest who signed up for a 7 a.m. shuttle came down at 7.03 a.m. I informed the guest that the shuttle had departed and he would need to wait for the next available shuttle. He said to reserve him another shuttle immediately, so I informed him that he would need to sign up for the next shuttle at 7.30. He reiterated that he wanted to reserve a shuttle right away and that he already reserved himself a shuttle for 7 a.m. I told him again that he would need to sign up for the next available shuttle, which just got another insistence from him that he already reserved one. I realized that he was under the impression that he was oh so special and that he thought that the shuttle was leaving at 7 a.m. for him specifically rather than leaving at 7 a.m. for our guests in general because that's just when it always leaves. I tried to explain to him that no, he did not reserve a shuttle specifically for himself that was guaranteed to take him to where he needed to go, but rather he just put 
his name down to let us know how many people were expected for the already scheduled departure. Of course, he's super special and important, so he kept reiterating that he had reserved a shuttle, and therefore, we needed to get another shuttle for him immediately. I told him we only have one driver, so there's no way to get another shuttle going there right now, which was then met with, you guessed it, him saying that he reserved something, which I had to explain again that no, sir, you did not reserve the shuttle. You said you'd be here at 7 a.m. for the shuttle, and then you were late, and so it left. Eventually, his wife came down five minutes later, so even if he had bothered to let us know he was going to be late, we would not have been able to wait that long for the entire party to be ready. I will say the one good thing he had going for his behavior was that he never involved his status, but in the end, he did ask for the manager's card, so I'm sure we'll probably be getting a bad review out of it. It's crazy how entitled people can really be. For some context, the hotel that the original poster works at is very high class, and it has people who stay there who are very rich, so I'm unfortunately not surprised that someone would act like that at the front desk. I mean, did this guy really think that this was some kind of taxi service? Like, he's not the only one who's going to be taking the shuttle to the airport. That's honestly just ridiculous. So good for this original poster for standing up for themselves, and hopefully the next time they deal with someone like this, they're able to at least show up on time. That way, any of these problems can be avoided in the first place. My entitled mother embarrasses me in front of the entire family after I asked for medicine to try and help with my migraine. And now I'm just really embarrassed and I'm just so sick of all of them. So I get horrible migraines often and way worse than most people. So I take ibuprofen pretty much daily. My migraines are so bad so often that I throw up if I don't take anything for it. My mom keeps them with her and I have to ask her to take any. A minute ago, I was and still am having a really terrible migraine to the point of not even being able to open my eyes because I would be blinded by the ceiling lights above my head. I asked my mom to please just come over to me so that I could discreetly ask her for some ibuprofen without drawing unnecessary attention to the fact that I was sitting on the couch in pain. And I wanted her to come over to me because she wasn't currently doing anything except for talking to my dad. Her response was, no, I'm working in the kitchen, which she wasn't at the moment. When she didn't immediately go to the kitchen, I asked if she could just come over here again, to which she had the same response and actually did go help out in the kitchen, walking right past me on the couch in the process. Annoyed, I said something like, Mom, please, because her tantrum and self-important attitude was unnecessary, and she proceeded to go on a rant about how ungrateful I am and how I should be helping her in the kitchen, despite the fact that neither of my siblings had been asked to help out. I'm still in terrible pain at this point, and I'm not able to get off the couch, much less work in the kitchen with its loud noises and conversations. Not to mention, I'm currently having some terrible cramps, which ibuprofen would also help me with, and I did not want to announce that to the whole family at dinner. Like two minutes later, dinner is ready, and the 30 seconds it would have taken my mom to give me an ibuprofen wouldn't have mattered at all, especially since she wasn't even helping when I asked. And I then asked my mom one more time if she can please come over and talk to me. At that point, all of my family was there, and most don't know the situation I'm in, but my mom definitely was aware. I get migraines very often, and I was holding my head with my hands. I ended up getting chewed out by a family member I haven't seen in two to three years due to their military service, and everyone's angry at me because my mom shouldn't have to come over. I apparently should just be helping out regardless of the fact that I felt like I was going to pass out from the pain. It's overall ridiculous, and I'm honestly so sick of my family. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. 
Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Your mom really sounds incredibly toxic, doesn't she? The fact that she wouldn't come over and take care of her child, especially with the fact that they know they have migraines that are really painful, is really, really gross in my opinion. And then to make this big song and dance about it and just embarrass you in front of the entire family is also unbelievably toxic. Like this literally would have taken 10 seconds to get taken care of, but instead you get chastised and dismissed by everybody. And that's not fair at all. And I know exactly what you're talking about with migraines. They are no joke. They can hurt really badly and they can stifle you in so many different ways. So hopefully once you're away from your weird family members who felt the need to try and chime in on your behalf, that you're able to find a doctor to try and figure out what's going on with these migraines. Because if they're happening this often, there might be something else going on that you might need to look at. So hopefully you can figure this out and you won't have to rely completely on your mother to try and get some kind of treatment. Because the way she acted at dinner was completely inappropriate as there's no reason for you to be treated that way. My boyfriend is requesting that I wait two years until he's ready to commit to this relationship, stating that he needs to work on himself and figure out his life before he can try and have a relationship with me. And I honestly don't know what to do. So my boyfriend and I have been dating since April. He lives in Germany and I live in the United Kingdom. Both of us are in university and have two more years until we finish. He just started his master's this October and since then he's completely changed. I've been waiting three months for him to prioritize me and give me time and effort, but he says he can't because he feels pressured and is really busy with his own life. He can't take the responsibility of giving me what I want. I told him that what I'm asking is the bare minimum. He was perfect before, so why can't he be the same now? We went no contact for three weeks, so both of us could think and decide whether to stay together or not. He just sent me a letter stating that he doesn't feel ready for a relationship and carrying the relationship of me having to move there after university. Overall, he feels like he has to figure out his own life to give me what I deserve, as he's not completely happy with himself. He also said he wasn't sure if he could be a loyal man for the rest of his life and doesn't know why he has these thoughts because he loves me. He later called and explained that I'm the only one he wants to be with, but the timing is not right, and he would like to keep contact for the next two years and see where things go so we would have a better chance in the future at success 
succeeding in the relationship. He also said that he will work on himself during this time to be the best partner that he can be for me, but I don't know if I can trust his word anymore. Are these just excuses to keep me around until he doesn't want me anymore? He booked flights to see me so we could talk about everything one last time, but I'm not sure if I want to keep contact if we already are broken up. I don't want to wait until he's ready to commit, even though I somehow understand how he feels. I don't know what he expects from me. When you love someone, why would you want to wait two years to be with them? Does he seriously just want me to wait around until he's ready to move on? Or is he actually genuine and wants to work on ourselves before coming together? He asked me to think about everything, as he would be happy if we found a common ground for the future of this relationship. Should I just move on from him, or should I try to make things work out with him? What should I do? Your boyfriend, or should I say your ex-boyfriend, is absolutely insane. If he really thinks you need to wait around for two years just to try and get back together with him. There's a few red flags here that I kind of want to detail, but the biggest one for me is him basically saying, I don't know if I can be a loyal man the rest of my life, which basically reads to me that he's not sure he can be faithful to you, which is basically the long way of saying I might cheat on you, which is honestly so bad. That is unbelievably toxic, and it proves that maybe he doesn't have the same view about this relationship that you did, and that's simply not fair for you. You know what else is not fair for you? Being forced to wait around two years just to then check in and see if this relationship is even worth pursuing. Like, talk about wasting your life away. If I was in your shoes, I would honestly be like, you know what? No thanks. I've only been dating you since April, and what you're asking for is absolutely ridiculous. I'm only asking for the bare minimum in this relationship, and you seriously don't have your priorities together. And with that, I would then kick him to the curb. Like, I wouldn't want to be in a relationship like that, having to stick around with this guy and wait for two years just to check in and see if maybe he still wants to get with you. Like, forget that. You have a lot better things to do with your life. So I would not take this request seriously, and if I were you, I would just move on with my life. It is incredibly unreasonable for him to ask you to stick around and just not have a relationship or any other obligations for two years just so he can figure things out. That, in my opinion, completely sounds like it's just not worth it. My partner constantly ignores me on nights out and acts as if he's single, ignoring me the entire night and pretending like I'm not even there. And it's honestly starting to ruin our relationship. My partner and I have been together for five years and we have been through some stuff, but we are working through it together. However, something that is always happening is coming to a head and I just can't take it anymore. I'm an extrovert too and I love people, but I get quite bad social anxiety whenever we first go out in a social setting. He knows this, but he completely ignores me and spends most of his time speaking to other girls. He is a natural flirt, but isn't aware of it and is just being friendly, but I hate it. It's gotten to the point that I don't want to socialize with him at events anymore. As an example, we went to one of his friend's weddings where I knew no one and at the end of the night, I couldn't find him. He was sitting in a separate room on his own with one of the hotel staff catching up for an hour who happened to be his friend's ex who he thought was hot while I stood at the bar on my own by myself. Another example was when we went out with friends for drinks and he started chatting to a girl I know who is 21. Mind you, he is 37 years old and in the process, he ignored me for hours. I kept looking over to get his attention and he would just smirk at me and carry on his conversation. I tried to sit beside them to be included, but he kept his back to me. I eventually went over and immaturely shoved my drink onto the table and told this girl to have a good day. I realized I probably looked like I was overreacting 
reacting, but he knew I was standing on my own and still did not care. More recently, we went to a social event and I got nervous as usual and asked him if he could not ignore me and if we could just have a good night together. He then did exactly that. I eventually left and just went home. He did not come and check on me and he did not call or text me or even notice that I had left. My friend told me later that he was sitting and speaking to a girl that I'm friends with who is quite promiscuous and who my partner apparently hates. My friend went up to him and called him out on it and he swiftly moved away. This weirded me out even more as he is always away on boys nights and I know he spends most of his time chatting to girls as I've been told even if nothing comes from it. My partner says he's allowed to speak to whomever he wants which I believe he should as well but it feels a little hypocritical as he would be furious if I did the same thing in front of him on a night's out. It's happened before so I make a point of always making sure he feels included and not leaving him out or I choose not to speak to any attractive guys on my own for hours. I was meant to be attending another wedding with him this week for one of his friends but I decided not to go because I knew I would be left in a corner feeling alone and awkward. It would end up in an argument of me saying he ignored me all night and him saying I'm making it up or just trying to be controlling. Am I being unreasonable to expect my partner who I live with and have been living with for years to think of me just a little bit more when we are out in social settings or even just help me feel a bit more comfortable which would include introducing me to people or just not disappearing altogether just so he can speak to random girls for hours. I've told him it makes me feel unloved and it seems like he would rather prefer to be single. Every night out, he treats like a boys night out on the town. I'm not expecting him to be glued to me. I love speaking to new people just like anybody else. I just expect us to check in on each other every few hours or for him to remember that I'm even there at all. I guess I'm worried if that's how he acts when I'm there. What does he do or act like when I'm not there? What should I do? What you're describing is absolutely unacceptable. I seriously am blown away that you're putting up with this even for a second. He's clearly gaslighting you and he's basically putting you in a corner just so he can try and act like he's single and hit on these other girls. And by the way, him being flirty like that is not him just being nice. He is literally flirting with these girls. And that's an important distinction to remember moving forward. He is hitting on girls right in front of you. And he does nothing to actually imply or show to them that yes, he is already accounted for and he's actually in a relationship. I mean, this is so disrespectful towards you and there really is no good excuse for the way he's acting. So I think setting up some serious boundaries of some kind with him would really benefit both of you because what starts as him just talking to girls and acting friendly and flirty with them eventually leads to other things that can be pretty tragic in your relationship. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.